Welcome to House of Hoops, episode 25. It's Monday, August 3rd, 2020. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. We got hoops this week. And we also got Laddie on the line. Laddie is the host of Laddie, Lucky, and Hope in the morning on Q107.5. Damn right. What up, Laddie? What up, dog? What up? <laughs> on the phone also with us is my good buddy, Bo Brady. Coming here from St. Paul, Minnesota. <laughs> Thanks for being here, guys. Let's have some fun today. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at House of Hoops. That's H-A-U-S of Hoops. Was that Twitter? Yeah, that's Twitter. And we're on Instagram at House of Hoops Podcast. You can call us anytime, 901-300-6575. Hey, we got some stuff this week. We got real basketball games to talk about. First of all, what's going on, guys? How are you? Good. Watched basketball last night. It was, it was nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. I watched. I don't think I watched anything but basketball all week. I mean, really. I might have watched a movie in there somewhere. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly basketball. Basketball and work. That's it. Yeah, basketball uh, is in full swing right now at Disney's Wild World of Sports down in Orlando. What have you guys been doing since the last episode? Laddie, what have you been up to? Working, not trying to get the Rona, and watching sports. A couple days ago, I went to a uh, soccer game here. Okay. Which is awesome. And let me tell you something. The way that they social distance, I felt safer at the soccer game than I do going to the grocery store. Huh. Interesting. It was legit. It was super legit. Were there concessions? Yeah, they had concessions and they had people like behind glass and stuff. And then also if you wanted to get to your seat, then they would deliver it to you. You just go onto this app. They'll deliver you the merchandise, your drinks, your food, all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Shoot, that's nice. But it's really neat. Like, I mean, if you like if you could imagine taking like a section, right? A section where let's say it's got like fifteen rows up, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the first row, it had four seats that are open on the far right. Then you go up three rows, there's nobody. Then on the fourth row, on the opposite end, there's four seats. And they did that all the way up. Okay. So, the closest you're sitting to somebody would be three rows in front of you or three rows behind you. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was awesome. But then, like, it was staggered. Like, you'd be, like, on one through four on one end. Then you'd be, like, six through 20 on the other. Then one through four, then six through 20. So it's just like staggered back and forth, back and forth. It was awesome. That's cool. I hope you spend a lot of money. You know, (laughs) I probably need it. 
Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, when they're charging eight dollars a beer, and you know, <laughs> and then the bathrooms were cool too. It's all urinals. It's not like one of those trough kind of like arena bathrooms. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. And uh, so, like, one in the corner would be open, then like three would be closed off. One would be open two or three are closed off. So like you have so much spacing, same thing with the stalls. It, it was awesome. Dude. It really was great. You can pee all over the place and not worry about hitting anybody. All over the place. That's nice. They encourage that now, which is funny. And it's, but you know, other than that, it's great. The, like the guy over the announcer would be like, all right, make sure you wear your mask, keep your mask on at all times and shit like that. So yeah. like it was, it was legit, man. It, it was, it was awesome. It made me feel normal. It was great. That's cool, man. That's that sounds like a lot of fun. Thanks for the invite. Hey, uh, well, somebody somebody gave me tickets, so <laughs> uh, it was really nice weather this weekend too. So I bet you had a good time. It was awesome. We went and got rendezvous beforehand. Went down to the Mississippi River, ate it on the river, and then went to the game. I mean, it was friggin' perfect. Was that Saturday? Saturday night. Yeah, it was like seventy degrees out. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad you. I'm glad you were able to do that, man. That's fun. Me, shit, me too. Yeah, it was really good. Hell yeah! A little bit of normalcy, going out and doing something. Bo, how about you? Uh, we came back from Wisconsin Friday and um, watched a little basketball. Listened to some basketball on the radio. I went for a run. Can't watch TV during the day. It's very difficult to do do so in this house. Right. There's games all day. Um, but that, Mm-hmm. But that's about it. We just took me and the kids went to a state park yesterday. We hiked around. That was nice. Awesome. That's good. A little, little more family time. <laughs> Always, yes. Yeah. That's good, though. I'll tell you a couple brief things on what's going on with me. I fixed this giant old TV and somehow got it mounted up on the wall. I've never tried to fix a TV before, but that is a pain in the ass. Not a fun project. I felt really, I felt really good being able to accomplish something like that. I've never done before. So that was fun. To That's me. pretty cool. I could, I, I would have just thrown it in the trash. <laughs> it was a really nice TV. I would have thrown it in the trash if it wasn't like a sixty-inch TV. Mm. <laughs> it was worth it. it uh, the parts cost me like eighty bucks. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. How long did it take you to fix it? Um, probably like, because it took a while to just to figure out how it, the TV comes apart. Like I could do another one in like an hour probably, but it took probably like eight hours. <laughs> Cause I, was, <laughs> I mean, I was like really taking my time. I wasn't sure what I was getting into, you know, next time, if there's next time I'll be able to do it really fast. I don't know. I don't want to waste too much time talking about myself. We got a lot of sports to talk about. One thing I do want to mention before we get started is a lot of these games I've been watching, like the outcomes have kind of been what they're supposed to be. Meaning when you watch a regular season basketball game, you really don't know what's going to happen. You don't know which team is actually going to give a damn any given night or if they're just kind of accepting it as a loss game. It's just very unpredictable during a regular season. But these games have been really close and within the uh, betting lines a lot. The teams that are supposed to win are winning a lot. I think sometimes this, sometime this week I'm going to head down to Tunica and uh, 
spend a whole day watching basketball because these games are starting so early sometimes. I'm gonna get some. Yeah. Par- I'm gonna get some parlays going, and I'm gonna try to string together some games and win some money. Cause Dude, you just said that if you had to go out of state, you have to like get tested for your job. You're willing yeah. to do that? Maybe. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, okay. Don't you think it'll be okay? I mean, I'm just going yeah. by myself. I'm not going to like a fucking pool party or anything. I will rat you out to everybody. Well, you just did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's if you go. You haven't gone yet. Yeah, I really want to go. I think I can make some money down there betting on some of these games. Can't you just do it online? I mean, I guess you maybe. I don't know. I don't bet with those uh, foreign betting sites anymore. Yeah. I stopped doing that. If somebody yeah, do, can, do it at the casino. Yeah, I want to do it at the casino and just like be able to use cash and get cash back. Yeah. I don't like doing the whole like mail you a check shit. I don't like it. Let's get into it. Let's... uh. Let's yeah. spare the listeners having to listen about my life this week and go straight to hoops. Let's talk about our pick game. It was Grizzlies versus Portland. Yep. It was a great game. It went to overtime. The Grizzlies lost. Tell me why, in your opinion, you think Portland came out with the win there in overtime. I think that Portland's – you've seen it time and time again with any, any Grizzlies team that's young – they can get the game to overtime and they just get waxed in the overtime period. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I, I do think John Jaron, they don't necessarily get that deer in headlight look like they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. But I just think you have Damian Lillard, and CJ McCollum. They just come out and they're like, all right, we can, we're going to just put our, we can knock them over and put our feet on their throats and just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just curtains. And that's, that's what I feel like happened. Those guys just, they're more experienced. Mm-hmm. They came, and, yeah, they definitely came out blazing. Yeah, and like, you know, they have, overtime. like, John Jaron have never played in a playoff game. How many playoff games has Dane been in? Yeah. They, this isn't a playoff game. Well, it, it kind of is. The intensity it is, is a it, playoff It is game. for the Blazers. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it is for the Blazers, yeah. Portland's oh, playing. I think C.J. McCullough. Hmm? I mean, C.J. McCollum is just a Grizz killer, man. There's just certain players and play against certain teams, and they just show off. And every time CJ, I love CJ McCollum. He's just so good; he makes it look effortless. I would say watch more Portland games. CJ McCollum kills everybody. Well, that's true, but every I just seems that every time he plays, like Lillard's going to get his twenty, but CJ's going to get like thirty. You know? Yeah, he's a great shooter, great player. I, I'll I'll like watching him play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fun <laughs> to watch play. Portland's playing with an eight-man rotation. This is playoff intensity. They've shortened their lineup. They're playing all their studs. It looks like they're, they're I mean, they're playing every game like it's a playoff game. I'm going to be watching a lot more Portland games. I'm going to watch most of them, I think. I'm going to check their schedule in a minute after we get done talking about the Grizzlies-Portland game, and we'll kind of look at what they've got coming. Portland was in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah. And... They didn't have Nurkic or Carmelo Anthony. Both have been really good since the game started back up. Yeah, Nurkic has looked great. Meanwhile, in, on the other end, for us, or for the Grizzlies, us as fans, Jonas has not looked so great. Yeah, I saw some of that Jonas stuff, and it looks like he's kind of getting the ball. Like, he gets in a position really well, but 
it's like he doesn't get the ball when he should. A lot of times he doesn't get the ball at all when he has great position down low. And I see him. He looks like he kind of gets frustrated a little bit sometimes with that. And when he does get the ball, he gets it late. And the defense has already kind of had time to get set on him. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him get the pass a little earlier before the defense gets set. I just see that a lot because I watch Valanciunas without the ball constantly. And he loves to run the court and he loves to get into his spot. But the, the ball is just coming too late a lot of times. Dylan hit him a couple times in stride. Dylan found him early in position a few times, but it's not enough. Like Valanciunas, he can get you 20 and 10 easy. Like John Morant should get 10 assists a game just to Valanciunas. He's so good yeah. around he's so good around the basket. He can score so easily and he rebounds, he hustles. Uh, I think a lot of times he doesn't get rewarded for his hustle. Can Memphis win games? I don't know. It's it's not looking good unless other teams start sitting players looking ahead to the playoffs. Any other takeaways from the Grizzlies Portland game here? Um, um, John John Jaren are awesome. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say they need Tyus Jones. Yeah, Tyus being out is huge. They are missing him, no question. One thing I saw was Portland scored sixty eight points in the first half. That's too many. The defense came out a little flat. And that might have been what happened in overtime, too. You know, the defense just wasn't there because Portland rattled off a bunch of points really quick. The Grizzlies' defense stepped up in the third. The intensity as a whole really stepped up in the third quarter. The scoring was way down. I think they had allowed, like, nine points through halfway through the quarter, which is really good. Those mellow threes at the end, those things are going to haunt my dreams. He was over in the corner. He hit, what was it, two or three threes over there? Yeah. Yeah. Same spot. Rack them up. Dylan Brooks. We were ta- we were kind of talking about Dylan Brooks before we started the show here. Right. Is it just me or I love his intensity, first of all. Like, the dude plays hard. He plays hard on defense, and he barrels his ass into the lane a lot. Maybe... Uh, maybe it was his big, bright yellow shoes. I don't know. He looked kind of clumsy out there at times. I don't know if he needs to work on his footwork. Some of his decision-making seems questionable at times. I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that. What do you guys think about Dylan Brooks going forward? I think he was better the last game, yesterday's game, than he was against the um, Portland. But, I mean, he had 15 against Portland. Uh He was 6 for 16, but I – I agree, man. I think he sometimes gets lost or just he puts his head down and just he doesn't see anything. He's, but, he he doesn't see anything but points. <laughs> he's yeah, but he's like the weak link, though, in my opinion, on that starting five. Yeah, I hope he just gets right because I like the dude. But I mean, he had fifteen, and what did he have the other night? He had like over twelve points the other night. It just seems like he just is kind of all over the place sometimes. Yeah, his field goal percentage isn't stellar by any means. Two-point field goal percentage is at like 42% this year. I don't know. That's not bad, but uh, sometimes it looks like he tries to do too much. You know, he was out all last season, so this is kind of a restart year for him. Yeah. It's only his third year in a league. He's a young guy. He's probably, you know, I assume he's got a lot to learn still. Yeah, I think he looked like he's playing a little out of control. 
Yeah. And maybe they want him to try and force it because they're missing, obviously, Justice Winslow. We never got to see what he looked like in Grizzlies uniform. And then the addition of Justice Winslow, that subtracted Solomon Hill and Jay Crowder. So that those are two big holes in the wing. And so he's got to play more minutes because of that. And right. then also you, you factor in that Tyus Jones isn't playing. Like they just don't have that secondary playmaking point guard. And then D'Anthony Melton, you know, he's not a shot maker like Dylan Brooks is, and they need him. They need Brooks to to get to get hot. And I think he's just doing too much. Mm-hmm. Bo, let me ask this: Could they could they re, could they fill in Josh Jackson for Dylan Brooks? Yes and no. Um, I think they're Josh Jackson's obviously a better defender. He's just bigger. He's. I think Dylan Brooks is an overall better offensive player, and they need offense. Well, because Dylan Brooks' first game, he was six for sixteen with fifteen points. Yesterday, he was seven for twenty with sixteen points. He was I, one for seven at three. Yeah, he's a chucker. I mean, he would be great in a if you had Winslow out there, and then you put could put a second unit out there with say. Jonas, Tyus Jones, Brandon Clark, and Dylan Brooks. Mm. That was your primary second unit, essentially. Right. Um, I think that's the role he needs is like he needs 12 shots in a secondary role. A scoring punch off the bench would be perfect for him, I think. Yeah. Yeah, just letting him go crazy. Like, all right, right, 24, you can be – you can pretend like you're Kobe Bryant. Yeah, his defense is so good, though, I think, on with the starting unit. I don't know. Yeah, they're just missing Justice or Jay Crowder, whoever's not going to be there. Yeah. Hmm. I think with Jaron and Jaw out there and Valanchunas, you need a small forward out there that doesn't need the ball, doesn't need that many shots. Yeah. When Dylan is so aggressive, he wants to get those 20 shots off. It's tough. I don't know if coaches – Giving him the green light? Is that what they want from him? It seems like it. it We'll see today when they play the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah. Grizzlies have another game today against the Pelicans. They had a game against San Antonio. But before that, they had the uh, Heat scrimmage game last week. I mean, we can kind of talk about it. It didn't count, but it was the last scrimmage game for the Grizzlies. They finally looked really good. They beat the Miami Heat. Granted, it was a scrimmage. It didn't count. But each scrimmage game, they started to look better and better and better. So then they get to this Portland game, and they look great. I mean, they really played really well. Hanging with Portland, that's a hell of a feat, I think. I think Portland's better than their record. Portland could be a team that if they do make the playoffs, like they could go. They could win playoff series. Everybody, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. They look great. Yeah, they really Imagine do. if they had Tre- Trevor Ariza, too, on the wing. Oh, yeah, they're missing Trevor Ariza, too. Everybody's talking right now, like, who can stop Anthony Davis in the West? And then I look at guy, I look at Portland, and I say, well, they got Whiteside and Nurkic they can throw at them. And they have that great backcourt, and then you've got Mello there. Like, come on, they got a team. Denver looks like another team that could stop Anthony Davis. They're loaded with bigs. They got tons of them to throw at Anthony Davis. I don't know. Portland versus L.A. would be a hell of a first-round series. <laughs> Eight against one. It would, it, it would be awesome. Yeah. Going back to Portland a little bit, they lost to Boston in a close game. Was that yesterday, I think? 
That was a good game. With the Grizzlies, if they continue to grow, so it's all like one, two, and three-year guys right now. So if you give the Grizzlies two or three more years with the young talent they have, if they continue to develop, you could be looking at a team that's comparable to what Boston has. What would be another good comp? I think you, <clears throat> I think you nailed it with Boston. Like Boston, that's what I, that's what, that's what I see him as. Boston West is Memphis, maybe. Yeah. Well, what do you think? I'm trying to think. That's a good question. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Maybe not on something. I mean, maybe like the Nuggets with with Jokic and mm-hmm. those guys. Yeah, I can see not that. that they have Jokic, but like the talent level that the Nuggets and that they're a tough out every night. Right, right. As far as like a current team, you know, being in Minnesota, that you could compare Ja and, and Jaron to KG and Marbury. Mm. You know, if you're going to look at historical comparisons. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not bad at all. Marbury and KG, I like that comp. I kind of, I'm kind of thinking of like a um, a better version of uh, Malone Stockton. Now I know those are big names <laughs> and stuff. I, I I know they're big names, but man, look, I think Jaws one of the most exciting players, dude. That dude is awesome. I mean, I, I was just watching a thing the other day, and it was talking about like the top ten, the best top ten passes, dunks, and stuff like that. Jaw was on three of them. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just unstoppable. So, I mean, if you get Jaron, Jaron's hitting threes, but he also plays low, man. I mean, that's that kid's unstoppable, too. Does anybody else have anything on that? Uh, on our pick game, we didn't really do like a who did we think was going to win. I think me and Bo had back on a previous episode kind of gone through the Grizzlies schedule and kind of picked what we thought the Grizzlies were going to do as far as winning and losing. And, uh, Bo had Memphis winning this game. I had Memphis losing this game against Portland. Yeah, you've been on Portland for a while. Portland's, man, they just look good. I'm going to continue to watch them, too, because now I'm interested. Now I'm invested. All of their games have been fun to watch, all of them. Their remaining schedule for Portland is Rockets, Nuggets, Clippers, Sixers, Mavericks, the Nets. That's a tough schedule for the Blazers. Those are all either way games, in my opinion. <laughs> right. Anything else on the pick game, guys? I think Jock could have won it if he didn't slip on that uh, wet spot. Yeah, you think he Actually. was going straight to the lane, straight to the rack, huh? It kind of well. McCollum was. If you go back and look, McCollum was kind of. Oh, he wasn't right in front of him. Jock yeah. could have done some jaw things and. Scored on him, I think. Yeah, it could have. You know, I mean, it would have been at least a like a his. I mean, his field goal percentage is fifty percent, so I say it was at least fifty percent that he made that shot. Valid point. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Tough break for the Grizz, but they're not out of it yet. I mean, we just talked about how tough the Blazers' schedule is going forward, and I don't think any team is going to write like flat out take their spot. The only way a team is going to get the Grizzlies spot is by beating them in the playoff, the little play-in tournament. I don't know about that, man. Who's going to catch them? I don't them? know. I mean, if they, if they, what if they lose all eight games? What if the Grizzlies lose all eight games? 
Well, I don't think they will, but okay. They have to. They, they play tonight. They have to play Pelicans. Now, Pelicans haven't won a game yet. They've got close games, but they haven't won. Grizz just have to win because, I mean, I, I get it. If they win two games, they may be in it, but I don't know. Yeah, the Pelicans are doing weird things. They're playing Zion 15 minutes a game. Yeah. Memphis, I don't think they're going to lose all the games, Laddie. Come on. They've been, I hope not. I mean, I, I don't think they will. I mean, so I'm, I'm just trying to I'm trying to look at the stats. Where are the friggin' the stats? The Grizzlies have the Pelicans, Utah, Oklahoma, Toronto, Boston, Milwaukee left. Right. If they beat, I've got them beating Pelicans, Utah, the Oklahoma game could go either way. And then I think those last three games, I honestly think we could win those, even though they're the top three teams in the East. I'm thinking at that point, maybe, maybe there's a chance that those teams are being, are protecting their players and maybe resting as to not get hurt right before the playoffs. Absolutely. I think it's a possibility. Uh, whereas the Grizzlies really have nothing to lose and they will be playing their players till they get knocked out of this thing. Right, right. Let me see real quick. Okay, so we're two and a half above New Orleans. We are three and a half above the Pelicans. And we're two games above San Antonio. So what I guess what I'm trying to say is now you're right, you might be right, Jeff. You might be right. We'll see. If we lose well, I was going to say, if we lose the next two games mm-hmm. and look in the way that everything looks, we would st- – uh, if we lose two games and San Antonio stays together, that means we're tied. Yeah, that would be really means, bad. Means, if Memphis loses to the Pelicans in Utah, that would be really, really bad. Right. Because the way that it looks with New Orleans and Portland losing, we're pretty good on them right now. So, I mean, you're right. We just have to lose at least three more games, and we're I think we'll probably be out. That's my opinion. Hmm. That means we that means we would go three and five. That's the opposite of what I think they'll do. I think they're going to go five and three for this. Yeah, I think they'll they'll win some games. They'll rip some off. And Jaws, like they're just right there. Mm-hmm. And Jaron's been so good too. So they're right. No, there. I, I agree. No, I agree. But do, do you think they're going to have to play the play in to get yeah, in the playoff? Probably. Probably. Okay. I, I I agree with I agree with that. I mean, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very exciting. Let's say we move on a little bit. What else happened this week? Did you guys watch any other games? I watched uh, some of that Lakers. What was that? Clippers. Lakers. Raptors? Yeah, Lakers, Raptors. Raptors are awesome. Yeah. Um, Raptor, Raptors are real good. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies could use. I was going to say Marcus Saul, but I, we don't need to talk about the Grizzlies. Um, <laughs> so I was were, just thinking, like, yeah. like the way that Gasol stretches the floor and plays team defense, he's he would be really good on the Grizzlies, obviously, because <laughs> Gasol is really good on every team. Yeah, he'd be good on every um, team. I mean, if you look at his line from the Lakers game, he played 25 minutes, was 3-7 from the field. Seven rebounds, two assists, no steals, no blocks, but he's plus 18. Gasol is such a good fit for that Raptors team, and they'll play team ball. OG and Anobi was good in that game. Siakam's been amazing this year. He wasn't that good in this game. And then we were talking about Van Fleet off air. Like Van Fleet undrafted, right? I mean, they've got some some good players, not even to mention Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyle Lowry really 
holds that team together, I feel like. Yeah. We know Lowry. Me and Bo saw the first game Lowry ever played in the NBA. Back in 2000. Really? Yeah, back in 2006. It was yeah, the, he was good. Yeah, he, the first game of the year. We went to the season opener for the Grizzlies, and uh, it was against the Knicks. We watched Lowry play. That was a long time ago. I mean, that was <laughs> – we thought – Kyle Lowry, Rudy Gay, and Hakeem Warwick were like the future of the Grizzlies. And they were in a sense, but... Yeah, you weren't wrong. <laughs> Lowry had, against the Lakers, Toronto won. Yeah, Lowry had 14 rebounds, 6 assists, and 33 points. <laughs> yeah. That's your point card. We Yeah, but we saw Lowry play against the Knicks. It went to triple overtime. It was like the most exciting season opener ever. Triple overtime, and we knew you could see that he had that killer instinct. Like you could see that he was a fighter in that first game he played. Jerry West called him a bulldog, <clears throat> and not a fighter like he'll fight people, but in a sense that like he'll die out there trying to win. You know, uh, unfortunately, that season Lowry only played ten games um, because he broke his wrist. And then the next year, the Grizzlies drafted Mike Conley, and it was always kind of like Conley's show after that, almost. I mean, they battled for that starting position for a while, but the Grizzlies ended up letting Lowry go. Yeah. Yeah, Lowry is – I've always liked Lowry. He's a multi-all-star. He's a champion now. He's He just has that fighting nature, you know. He's just a true competitor. I don't think Conley ever really got to that. I don't know if he was ever that guy. I don't think he was. I think he was good and had all the talent. He still has all the talent in the world, but I don't think he has that fighting mentality. Right. It makes you wonder if things would have gone differently. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's an ad on my computer. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Mute that computer. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so Toronto, yeah, they beat the Lakers. Hey, that game counts. All these games yeah. count now. Anthony Davis had a kind of a slow night, and maybe that's Toronto stopping AD a little bit. He was 2-7 from the field. That's not enough shots. Dylan Brooks take twice that many shots. 14 points for Anthony Davis isn't going to get it done, I don't think, for the Lakers. Deion Waiters can't be getting more shots than Anthony Davis. Yeah, Toronto, underrated, major competitor for the title this year. Uh, yeah, did you absolutely. Get, did you have any other takeaways from that game? You know, I don't have anything from the Lakers' side. You know, I don't know how ramped up they really are or if just the Raptors just play that kind of, like, team ball that just overwhelms a team that's not playing at 100%, like probably the Lakers are not necessarily playing mm -hmm. at at 100% at this point. It's possible. But I feel like that's a game you got to get up for. Mm -hmm. maybe, yeah. Maybe they're not there yet. Maybe they're overhyped. <laughs> 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 anyway, let's move on a little bit. Did you see TJ Warren got 53 points? Again? Yeah, I saw that. I, I opened up the whatever the stats page i was like oh my gosh tj warren yeah for those that don't know tj warren played for phoenix last year but now he's on indiana 
and that 53 helped get the win against Philadelphia. Indiana's a good he hit team. Nine threes. Yeah, he hit nine of twelve from three. Wow. <laughs> hey, Indy's Indy's a good team, man. TJ McConnell, Oladipo, Miles Turner. Good yeah, team. Good. good team. They're a fun one to watch too. Don't be surprised if they sh- they get somebody in the first round there. The Jazz lost to the Thunder. I'm not sure if either of those teams really care about the standings. I'm not sure most teams care about the standings right now. I think most teams just want to win and be winning. Yeah, yeah they just want to be winning games going into the playoffs with momentum, you know? I think that's the no, I agree. main focus. It will be interesting to see if any teams start kind of giving, giving games away towards the end here. It'll be very interesting. Something we'll be keeping our eyes on for sure. The first game was on Thursday. It was the Lakers Clippers. TNT said Friday that the game drew 4.1 million viewers. Is that right? More than double the network's average viewership for a regular season telecast. Thought that was wow. interesting. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I watched some of that Boston Portland game. That was good. Boston yeah. won. Boston beat them. We got to do, oh, yeah, we got to pick a game for next week. Yeah. Let me see. Let's pull up the schedule here and kind of take a look. Today is the third through the ninth. Let's kind of take a look. There's a game on Tuesday on TNT that you're going to like, the Rockets and the Blazers. Rockets, Blazers. That's a possibility. Let's see. On the fifth, we've got... Nothing there. I don't like anything there. On the sixth, Clippers, Mavs. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Kawhi versus Lucas. Portland, Denver. Mm-hmm. That would be f- interesting. Nurkic um, versus my guy. Uh huh. Jokic, Jokic. Nurkic. The, uh, Denver yeah. gave up on Nurkic. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they gave up they on him. They traded him. They had, yeah, they, they had to because they. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, Denver chose Jokic over Nurkic. That could be a little revenge game. That could be a fun one to watch. Portland, Denver. Yeah. Thunder Grizzlies. That's a big Grizzlies game there. But we're not going to do back-to-back Memphis games. On the eighth, right now I'm really leaning towards that Portland Denver game. Lakers Pacers. Interesting. I don't want to watch the Lakers really though. Oh yeah. Okay. So on the sixth. An interesting game to me is the Pelicans-Kings. And why that interests me is because that was our pick game the night the league stopped. And oh, yeah. Sh- <laughs> mm. So we could we could potentially pick up where we left off in March there with a pick game. Does that interest anybody? Yeah. I mean, any of these games, for the most part, unless it's the Magic versus the Nets. At this point, the Pelicans-King is... King's game isn't as interesting though <laughs> as it would have been back in March. Well, let's. I mean, like, is Zion going to play minutes? Right, right now he's playing 15 a game. It's, I don't really care. I don't know. You know, I love Harry Giles on the Kings and Darren Fox. Fun to watch. I mean, that is a good game, but it's just it doesn't carry as much weight. I feel like right now as it did back in March. Right. Whereas I'd really rather watch a 
the Portland Denver game. That's more interesting to me right now. Yeah, let's do that. Portland Denver. All right. We can do it. We can do a mini pick game where we watch um, watch a l- little bit of that. Yeah. Pelicans Kings game. I'll check in on it. Maybe uh, do a rewatch at some point if it turns out to be a good one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All right. Portland Denver is going to be our pick game next week. Yeah. What night is that? What night is that game again? Remind us. That game is August sixth. That's Thursday night at eight p.m. I believe that's Eastern time. Cool. About it. About it. About it. About it. <laughs> what the hell's going on with Jimmy Butler? He played today. He played today. Why did I see yeah. that he was like going into quarantine? They never said. Nobody said it. I saw some weird shit. Yeah, his whole thing was remember he he comes out and he he plays and he doesn't have a name on his jersey. And they said, "Dude, you can't have it you, you you can't play like that." And he's like, "Okay." And then he goes and plays with his name on his jersey. So he's trying to make a statement basically like it really doesn't matter what his name is. He's trying to make a, a, a you know, he's a, a social justice kind of movement. Is what he's trying to do. He in Instead of like having the words no name on there, he just didn't have one. He didn't have nothing on there. And basically they just said, hey, man, you can't do that. Like we gave you 29 different options or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you kind of have to pick one. And so he went out there for like a minute or two wearing no name, and then he put on his jersey with his name on. That was his whole thing. Okay. Yeah, I was literally, he was on today, but I got home there talking about it. And they were basically saying that he wanted to make a point being like, yeah, you know it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter what his name is. He's just a young black male, so so it doesn't matter if he's an athlete, if he's this or that, whatever. He's treated like everybody else if he gets in certain situations. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, so I guess what threw me off about the story was what Jay Crowder said. Jay Crowder said we want to talk to him as soon as he gets out of quarantine, and whatever he's in. Yeah, that, yeah, there was like some weird stuff, and then we never got the story. But then he played today, so yeah. So okay, weird. well, maybe something. It may be com- two completely different things. I probably. think it's all related, actually. Apparently, he was. I think he was mad that he couldn't do what he wanted with his jersey or something. I don't know. I mean, there. You know, a lot of people are saying that he did right, um, but then again, they're saying that he did good, and also saying it's the NBA did good because. That, see, that's why I don't like Jimmy Butler. <laughs> it just goes back to the fact that I just don't like Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it's, you just don't like him. I, I don't like him, but everything he <laughs> does, I, I think I, I think he's a cancer to teams. I don't think he's a team player. I think that he, to a point, not to a point, I think he's, I think he's a good ball player. But I think he's just kind of off, off his rocker to a point, man. I mean, the whole NBA, that they set him down, they said, dude, we gave you 29 different options. 29 options to put shit on the, your back? I haven't even seen 29 different ones, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So you could have whatever you want, pr- pretty much, pretty much. And if Jimmy Butler walks in there to Adam Silver and says, dude, I want this on my jersey, they pretty much may say to him, okay, cool, man, yeah, we, we, we got no problem with that, you know? But the fact that he goes against the grain just to be just to be Jimmy Butler, I don't like that shit. And he, I think he does it all the time. I just don't like him. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, Fair it enough. Is what it is. Fair enough. Right, 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 right. And then, but then now, but now, what if this? Because I think he's a distraction to the team. 
Now, what if this issue has it to be where now the whole team wants to talk to him about stuff? Now the whole team's got to get on him. I mean, what if it is? We don't really know, but it's Jimmy being Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? Is Miami playing right now? They just played the Raptors. What's the score? The Raptors won. By four points. Yeah. On the road. (laughs) On the road. Have you guys tried that uh, cheering button on the NBA app? The The what button? The cheer button. No, I haven't. Does it work? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was hitting the shit out of that thing during the Spurs game, Memphis Grizzlies, San Antonio Spurs game. And uh, I didn't hear any difference in the uh, crowd, so I don't know if it works. I don't know how many people have to hit it at once to make a difference. <laughs> it's pretty goofy, though. <laughs> so apparently what that is is you. there's a button on the NBA app when you go into the games where you check box scores and whatnot, and it just says cheer, and you can push on either team to create noise in the arena. In Orlando, virtual noise. That's awesome. <laughs> I've been trying it out so far. I, ha- I, you know, I turn the TV up, and I haven't. I just haven't heard myself on there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna keep trying during these Grizzlies games. How do you, hmm? how do like tell me about the like when you watch the game and people's picture shows up like sitting in a seat. <laughs> How is that? Like, do you have to pay for that, or can we like put our faces on there? No, that's no, all yeah, for, watching each, it each team. Each team does it like they choose it, however they do it. Yeah, you know, they send out an offer to their either local celebrities or season, season ticket, ticket holders, holders. or and like I'm sure if you were a notable person in town, you could reach out to your local market team and probably get on. They'd probably get right. you a spot. Like Chris Paul's son was on there. Yeah. Paul Pierce was on the Boston game. If you're spending the price of a brand new car on season tickets, you can probably get on there. Right. <laughs> they're, they're only offered out. I don't, I don't know. Maybe people will get tired of it and they'll start like reaching out to more people to get on there. Maybe they'll set up some kind of system where you can enter a drawing but do you really I'm want I'm sure they'll do all sorts of stuff like that coming yeah. up. Yeah, they've got to. Do you really want to watch a whole game on a laptop or a computer? I guess it depends. That's kind of how I watch it. That's kind of how I watch anywhere. <laughs> or like you could still watch it on your TV and then have your webcam on you. Like you're just watching the TV on your local TV market and then oh, you yeah. have your computers separate. So you'd be like looking up and away. It'd be really weird looking on on the TV. Is the camera? Yeah, I don't know. How they, like your eyes won't be looking at the camera. <laughs> it like yeah, it. but that that doesn't really matter. There's like well, have you, know, you so many? But have you seen the people on there? I think it does matter if you're like looking over the camera and the camera's. Well, I haven't that. seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it on my laptop. I haven't seen it in person. Yeah, I'm gonna go down there and demand to see it in person. Well, just look at the screen, and the people are looking straight at the camera. If you were looking above the camera and you were on the jumbotron or whatever the hell they call it down there, it would look really weird. If you were looking over the camera, I don't know. The whole thing is really goofy. If I if we get a chance, if any of us get a chance to get on there, you know, got to take advantage. Obviously, of it. but 
Yeah, I would want to do it. Yeah, I would do it. Definitely. <laughs> and I'll wear a House of Hoops t-shirt or something. There you go. There you go. You can't really see those people back there anyway. The camera is always no, moving so much. It's just a blur. I haven't seen anybody with those, uh, you know, those, what do you call them? The, the boomers that you, the clackers, the boomers that you use in the end zone. Oh yeah. The boom sticks, the boom sticks. I haven't mm-hmm. seen any of those on there. These market teams need to reach out to the people on screen and get them some of those things. <laughs> I actually have a pair of them at the house. So maybe I need, need to get on. Yeah. I've got a, I got a set somewhere. Blow them up. <laughs> This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut out here in a minute anyway. All right. Let's play a little game called What Will Laddie Say Next? Okay. Laddie, do you have anything that you want to share with us this week? I do, but I mean, well, God, I don't know. Now I'm on the spot. Now I got 15 <laughs> things to say. Basketball related, I want to say Grayson Allen killed it yesterday in that game. There you go. Yeah, I just think Grayson Allen, he might be all right, man. As long as that dude just doesn't trip anybody and get beat up during a game, I think he might be all right. If he's hitting threes, absolutely. He's super dude, intense. Dude, that's what I'm saying. He was he is, dude. He is like I was he got a lot of playing time yesterday. He was he was on. I mean, they had some points to where we ended up getting we got a rebound. We ended up throwing it to somebody. They ended up throwing it to Jai. He went in, pulls around, and hits uh hits uh Grayson out for a three and it was just pure and then they called the foul. Remember somebody fouled uh John Morant? But the but the three went in and it was just it was just something I had really had we hadn't seen in just kind of like a long time, you know? Yeah. Um it was just awesome. They they just looked really, really good and it just kind of seemed like they clicked and you're kinda of like, all right, you, you know Grayson had a good college, but a lot of these some of these players are good in college, don't pan out all the way. But he might be all right if he can just kind of Sticking to what he did, let me get this with his box score from last night. Him, Dylan, uh, him, Dylan, and Tyus coming off the bench would be great. Dude, he was five for nine and he was two for six at three. So he shot 55%, 33%. You know, All right? He had two fouls, one steal, two turn of two assists, three rebounds. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, he had a good line for 27 minutes and 15 points. What I liked about him was his energy. He really brought the energy level up on the court. Yes. Yes. That was the main takeaway I had from him. And I yeah. I enjoyed watching it. I was like, that's refreshing to see somebody out there like really hustling and getting making plays. Making right. making a difference in the game, like consistently while he's out there. Making the most of well, his minutes. Yeah. And I and I think this and I think the same goes along for um Nurkic. That dude is legit, man. He, mm-hmm. I, I watched him get alley oops, and the way that he just kind of just dunks the ball and just he's comfortable around the rim. Mm-hmm. That kid's really, really legit. Definitely, and we're gonna see him on our pick game of the week. What did he have? He had when he played today, right? Or played yesterday? Yeah, I think so. He, he played yesterday, dude. He was he had thirty points. He was twelve for twenty, one for three. I mean. That's a good line, man. Yeah, kid's a player. Yeah, but he, he's a, he's a he's a he's a center. But man, he is a stretch center, man. Yeah, he looked really he looked really really good. He's a big boost to that Portland roster, man. He's a major weapon. 
Or I yeah, think, I agree. I, I think Portland with Nurkic healthy, I think Portland can beat any team any given night. That, I agree. That uh, backcourt and Nurkic playing like that just makes them so good, so well-rounded as a team. Yeah. I mean, Damian no, Lillard, I just kinda, come on. <laughs> right. D- Damian Lillard's great, too. But those those are kind of a couple of players I saw that stood out. That, man, if things just keep going the way they are for these dudes, they might be all right. Nice. All right. I did notice there's a lot of rumors about Chicago right now, possibly trading away some high-contract players. I think Jerry Reinsdorf could easily be the first owner to dump players to try to save money on next year's books. So watch out, Thad Young and Zach Levine. Zach makes $19.5 million a year. Thad makes $13.5 a year. If those guys get traded in this offseason, that'll be the sign of things to come where owners are trying to save money over half good teams. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, that'll be super interesting to see. Just something to kind of think about over the next couple months and keep an eye yeah. on these. When you're when you're seeing trade rumors, think about how that affects the team and their loss of revenue and maybe they're trying to save money with some of these trades. If it looks weird, it probably is weird. But that's just something I saw in the news and I was like, damn, Jerry Reinsdorf would definitely be like the first owner to trade players to save money. Do you have any thoughts on that or? No, no, that sounds like that's depending on how this whole thing goes with the COVID. That might be the way a lot of teams go. Yeah. I'm hearing more and more of it, more and more about it. Just little blurbs here and there. Like the executives around the league are all talking about it that they might get put in tough spots where they have to make what you wouldn't normally do as a decision. You wouldn't trade away a player just because he makes money. We'll see. Hey, I'm looking forward to watching more hoops. You guys, uh, thanks for coming on this week. Yeah. I'm going to, I got to cut out now. So um, I'll see you guys. All right, Bo. Bye, man. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. We appreciate you. Feel free to give us a call. That number is 901-365-75 if you want to talk about anything or if you just want to say hi, <laughs> give us a call or reach. A, you can reach us on social media. Anyway, thank you, everybody. Laddie. Yes. I'll holler at you, bud. Yeah, man, for sure. I had me a wife, I had me some daughters, I tried so hard, I never knew still waters, nothing
started making plans to kill my own God saves. Kiss your mother good night and remember that God saves. I led her to a hole, a deep black well. I said, make a wish, make sure and not tell. And close your eyes, dear, and count to seven. You know your papa loves you, good children go to heaven. You know your papa loves you, good children go to heaven. I gave her a push, I gave her a shove. I pushed with all my might, I pushed with all my love. I threw my child to a bottomless pit. She fell, but I never heard her hit. Self-insured. 